I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. Today, I'm talking about this little trick that I could not make financial decisions without. I have made some money moves in the last decade or so that have come as a surprise to the people around me. I purchased a commercial space in my 20s before I even bought a house. I took a three-month-long sabbatical as an entrepreneur. I bought a house in a dream location that I'd only spent 72 hours in before. Kind of crazy. And you know what? I'll be honest. There's quite a few more things I've done that have people like shaking their heads and asking, how did you swing that? And how did you know you could make it work before you got started? So I don't have a crystal ball, unfortunately, but I do have spreadsheets. And once I got budgeting for my current expenses down in my early 20s, I got started on the next step, which is anticipating future expenses. As an example, I kind of want to talk about a just little snapshot of my house expenses spreadsheet. So I own and maintain three homes plus an additional rental we're not even going to include here. I have our primary home in New Orleans. I have our camp in Mississippi, and I have our home in Vermont where we spend the summers and rent out for winters. And I absolutely anticipate my expenses for my entire personal life as well, but that is a little in the weeds. So I thought this would be a more straightforward example. So in my spreadsheet for my house expenses, I have the stuff that you are expecting to see. Electric bills, water bills, mortgage, rent that's coming in, property insurance. In Vermont, I have things like lumber, firewood, our HOA, stuff like that. I always keep a running list at the bottom of those fixed and actual expenses that are anticipated expenses. And I literally just put them in italics. It's a simple way to differentiate. And those things show me what's coming up in the future. So for instance, I'm new to having such a large mortgage at our primary home. We bought because we had to, but it was a seven and a half percent interest rate, which, you know, kills me. So I wanted to know like, okay, you know, it's August. What am I going to spend on my mortgage for the next four months? The answer was $9,744. Um, so I was like, okay, like I know that for the camp, we put a screen porch on it over the summer, which is so great. We hired a contractor we really trust to do it while we were gone. And I knew I owed him a final payment of $3,000. So that goes on it. In Vermont, I know that I'm going to get $8,400 in rent from October to December. I know that I'm also going to pay probably about $600 from October to December in electric bills. October is also when our HOA payment is due, which also covers our water and our snow plowing, which is $1,800 a year. And I also knew that I was going to have to pay for some tree work, which I estimated was about $1,000. And it ended up being a little bit more, but they did a little bit more in that's just an example to show you that like, this is not, it's not going to be perfect, right? It's anticipated. It's not actual. So how does anticipating expenses help me make decisions? Number one, I know how many projects I can financially handle at one time and which ones should be pushed or cut altogether. I know how much money I need to make each season or year, just like my annual budget trick. And if that amount isn't doable, I know what expenses and projects should be cut. While surprise expenses still happen, such as repairs, et cetera, I am much better equipped to handle them since I've anticipated everything else. Another example of this is that when we got home to New Orleans just a week and a half ago, we walked into our house and it was like literally 89 degrees in there because the AC was not working. Fortunately, it was a pretty simple wiring issue. It didn't cost a ton of money. But again, these things come up. You, you can't possibly anticipate that. 
It also greatly reduces my stress and I feel so much more in control of my money every time I pull up my little color-coded spreadsheet. So a strategy like this isn't gonna be perfect, but it also doesn't take a lot of time. Like remember the goal isn't to officially forecast the future, it's just to get an idea of what your expenses will need to be and therefore how much money you need to bring in. Or if you know exactly how much money you'll be bringing in, which is rare for an entrepreneur, but it sometimes happens and depending on what you do, you can switch it around and you can list all your anticipated income and then set your doable expenses. So set a timer for 30 minutes, get out a spreadsheet or a pencil and paper and do some future forecasting. A few tips, start with your fixed expenses, things like rent or your mortgage, your utilities, your insurance. And then secondly, dig into last year's expenses to know what could be coming down the pipe for the fourth quarter. Also as an entrepreneur, a lot of us have an um, annual payments. Like I know I spend an annual payment for a photo gallery hosting website. I spend an annual payment for my actual website. There are a lot of annual things that come up. So I'm always including those in my spreadsheet so that I know when they're coming up and I know that I have enough money to pay them. I hope this was helpful. If you enjoyed this bite-sized podcast, you can tell a friend, leave a rating, shoot me an email or a DM. The podcast is still not even a year old, so the ratings and reviews really matter. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money, on the web at BeckerTalksMoney.com, or via email at hello at BeckerTalksMoney.com. I'll see you next time.